0: This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Do you guys ever work on your cars? If I had one! It's very satisfying. If you had a cool car like mine, you could use eBay Motors. Do you think that I could get the individual parts and then assemble my own car? Yeah, they do have over 122 million parts. Plus, with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's E-B-A-Y-M-O-T-O-R-S dot com. Eligible items only. On the exclusions apply This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Here's a story that's 100% true, and it's about how accounting is a great choice of career. Here's the facts. With accounting, you'll have flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets, and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. Want to start an exciting new chapter? Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more. Live more. Visit joinaccountingplus.com. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production, with your hosts, Mutinous Mark, Wheezy Wade, and Buzzing Bob. This week, it's Hubble, Bubble and Pinches of Salt over the shoulder, as the gents debate the oddities of antiquity in the form of the silliness we sustain. Yes, it's time for Superstitions. Please prepare thy lanterns, and enjoy the show hello and welcome once again to another episode of Distractable. i'm your host bob i will be the judge for today joined as always by my friends mark and wade hi hey 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 if you're new here this is a podcast where the host judges the other two guys in a competition of wit and and wisdom and merriment and we just talk we tell stories and talk shit to each other and and at the end the host picks a winner and they host the next episode so your prize is you don't get to have fun the next time you have to listen to two idiots talk to you (laughs) sorry i mean i love this i'm looking forward to this yeah come on man we can make it fun for you i'll make it (laughs) so fun for you listen i'm just so anxious that i'm gonna rehash a topic we've already talked about that i don't I don't feel I don't feel good about it I'm worried it stresses me out mm. uh, but we usually this is the point at which we usually catch up talk a little you know personal stuff shop talk whatever uh-huh. how are you guys doing how's your how's your I don't know Near death experiences since we talked last? Oh man. Just that's... every time I sneeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds fun. Tell us about it. Yeah, what happens? How does that happen? I sneeze, it's booming, it's loud. And my whole body shakes then afterward, like my chest and my arms feel really weak and achy for like a few minutes. That is weird. I looked up some stuff about this. If you hold in sneezes, because uh, full transparency, we were talking about this and we lost the recording, but I did look up some more additional information. Mm-hmm. If you hold in a sneeze, you can rupture the, the blood vessels in your brain you can have an aneurysm, or you can break your ribs. You can literally break your ribs trying to hold it because all the pressure goes back down into your lungs and it could just, like, shatter your ribs from the inside out. That sounds not good. I never try to hold it, so why are mine still so painful? Well, no, so I'm curious. I don't know if you can describe it or what. When I sneeze, you get the itch in your nose, my spine straightens up, I sit up or I sit back, and I do all big, like, whoosh. My sinuses close up. Like I cover my face because I can feel it. My mouth is open, air comes out of my mouth. So I let it out. Do you like close your throat, close your mouth? Do you do anything that makes it like this? Because. I can't imagine why it hurts so much. I think I throw my head, my neck, and my back forward a little bit, and I think that that quick jerking motion is just so intense. Like, you know how, like, a chicken bobbles its head when it walks if you, like, try to imitate that? If you do that, like, really hard and really fast, and you throw your back into it a little bit more, too, after you're done, you feel it in your chest, the middle of your back and your shoulders? I think that's why it aches. I think it's just such an intense jerking motion. I want to see a video of someone listening to this trying to recreate <laughs> what Wade just described, because the emotions. There were too many motions <laughs> happening. Put it on the subreddit. Put it on the subreddit. Recreate yeah, Wade yeah. sneeze, but don't hurt yourselves. But uh, yeah, we're not responsible for anyone hurting themselves, please. Uh, only professional sneezers. Let me describe it in order. <laughs> you sit up straight. Because right as you, it's like the, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. And as I go, uh, I sit up straight. And then like, I start to tilt my head back. And as I chew, I lean forward a little bit, but I throw my head forward a lot harder. And then it kind of like, my head reaches the point where it can't really go forward. So it kind of like, tilts down and pulls back up and then i end up in that straight position again but in the process i've thrown my head and shoulders forward so hard that it makes my body ache a little bit this it sounds like an instructional video on how to do a back flip (laughs) I'm not gonna lie or a front flip how to do a back sneeze what i was thinking as you were describing that is it sounds like you're watching a video of jack black performing something and you just he did this move and you were like that's how i want to sneeze how do i capture this Cause that sounds like the Jack Black is all about the like dramatic head jerking and jumping and he's crazy, man I would not recommend it. It's painful and I hate it. I hate sneezing. It always hurts You know what that reminds me of Uh-oh. we're getting older guys and oh, let do an episode about that <laughs> Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> What about you Mark? Any near death sneezes? No, any honestly, accidental uh, poop in your pants? Is? What's uh, going on? Not not to date yet. Um it's been pretty ordinary. I did a stupid live stream and um for some reason people tolerate my dumb ideas and uh someone just stop me. But that's about it. I thought that was a funny idea. Thank you. I did too. I did not watch all of it. Cards on the mm. table. But I mm. thought that was very funny. Weak. Wow. You're weak. Wow. Oh, oh chaos okay, be supportive but... I mean you're uh, strong you're so strong oh thanks that fixes it <laughs> that feels better <laughs> I'm terrified I might have to sneeze again I'm just so paranoid <laughs> do it I want a live example I'm like looking around my room as if I'm like looking for the sneeze approaching so I can dodge it <laughs> mm-hmm. Wade lives in constant fear of the sneeze <laughs> <laughs> he sees a, a dandelion with all white and fluffy looking and he's like no you get back I hate sneezing they're really loud obnoxious and Molly gets like angry whenever like random loud noises appear out of nowhere so like i'll sneeze and she's like up mad she's, like oh shut the hell up and then i'm like in pain and it's, like oh god it hurts <laughs> oh so bad god, and dude. nothing good ever comes from these sneezes it's ripping my life apart <laughs> <laughs> That is a weird thing. When I sneeze, it's not quiet, but like, I don't do... There's not a lot of histrionics. I'm just kind of like, like, you know, it's like a cough. But there are people, I've been around people who sneeze, and I don't know if they like, they're just always surprised, but they'll sneeze and they'll be like... (laughs) (gasps) (laughs) <gasps> oh. <laughs> I. Like, what the? F-? Did you try and make that louder than it needed to be? Did you? And like they're like, no, that's just how I sneeze. Every time I sneeze, no matter what's happening, it's like a big wind up, and it's like an anime scream. Yeah. And it's like, what? Is- why? But- why is it like that? What happened? My grandpa used to sneeze like eight times in a row. He got you you lochu, you Just back to back to back with no break and no breathing in between. I don't know how he'd survive that either. But what I don't understand is why Molly is mad. <laughs> like when you sneeze, it sounds like you just know a sneeze is coming. You're like, "Oh no. Get back." <laughs> <Run the room! laughs> watch out well normally there's no warning it's not <laughs> like she knows i'm about to sneeze it's just like it's like her fear response if something like startles her that's a loud noise it just like mm. the her fear response is just to like be angry about the loud noise <laughs> I mean, I get that. I kind of do that. I guess it's a fight response to like hearing a loud sudden noise out of nowhere. I don't know. Uh-huh. Mandy does not have particularly loud or outrageous sneezes. But if there's ever like a loud bang, you know, like accidental things that happen, I'm, I'm that person who's always like, God, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, I dropped a thing on my foot. It really hurts. I'm like, oh, you scared me. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> I, I have that same response a little bit. Ah, uh, sneezes, man. Is there a video of Molly playing Five Nights at Freddy's? <laughs> Cause <I> just, <laughs> she streamed it at one point, I think. Just, ah, fuck you! Yeah, just punched her monitor and destroyed it. Was really, at 1G that stuff. <laughs> anyway, this episode sounds like it could be about sneezes, but it's not. <gasps> What a twist. I've got a quiz. Hmm. I've got a quiz that I want to start this episode with. I did one of those once. I'm curious. Interesting. I want to, I want you guys to answer. You can, not, don't take too much time, but answer instinctively. I'm going to ask some questions and I just want to hear hear what you think. Question one, which direction should your head be pointing when you sleep? Uh, Cardinal directions, like north, uh, south, east, west. What? Is that, what? What's the best direction? How about that? Okay. Uh, Southwest. No, 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 no. That's a fool's answer. It's gotta be East. East. East final answer. West away from the sun. I'm gonna say Mark is more correct than Wade. What you really don't want is north or west. Fuck. Because if you are in Japan and you sleep with your head facing north, that's how the deceased are laid. So that's a bad sign. And if you're in Africa, the deceased are laid with their head pointing west. So you don't want north or west. East is good, southeast is the best. It's furthest from dead (laughs) if you you know if you follow this uh Uh, all right question question Mm -hmm. which hand is it better to have masturbate with itchiness on which hand do you want to be itchy not the one you masturbate with wait the hand the hand itself is itchy or you're itching with that you you got an itch you got to scratch an itch an itch has popped up which hand would you rather it be on left uh i agree left yeah keep it away from the penis both wrong Right. In, in Turkey, if your left hand is itchy, it means you're about to lose a bunch of money. If your right hand is itchy, it means you're about to come into a bunch of money. <laughs> The left is the wrong one. Oh. My right hand has never been itchy. Um, I'm going to go intentionally like, put my hand in a bag of mosquitoes so I can get a lot of money. Which is better? <laughs> 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 Who has but, a bag of mosquitoes? Me soon. <laughs> Hold on. Let me find a website. <laughs> <laughs> a weird cod man move in Turkey. Buymosquitoes.com Is that a thing? Keep your jar of mosquitoes around so you can have the itchiness in the right spot at the right time convince people yeah uh, you got a you got a guy in a trench coat in an alley hey you want some itch <laughs> and he opens it up and just mosquitoes start flying out of it. all right uh, uh next question uh where is it better to whistle inside or outside Your mouth oh uh, uh outside uh inside to be counter uh weight is correct <sighs> in Lithuania it's forbidden to whistle indoors because that noise summons demons oh you can buy mosquito larvae how much? Groups of 100, 200, or 500. That's a lot of bites. God, I remember one time when Matt Watson bought a bag of ladybugs off of Amazon. <laughs> that's the end of the story. He just... <laughs> like he, he just like, one day a package showed up and you know he brought, I was like, hey, look, ladybugs. <laughs> it was just a bag full of ladybugs. And that's it. Last question. Okay. Last question. One more question. I'm going to get this one. This is an easy one. Got it. What color flowers should you get for someone who you like who you like you're trying to get someone a nice gift flowers for a person you like or you're you're cool with what's a good color to get flowers yellow blue mark you got to be joking me oh <laughs> did i get it I the did I only it? wrong answer oh, is yellow yeah Giving yellow flowers in subcultures means that you're cursing that person with infidelity. You're cursing them to be a dirty adulterer. With with specifically in, in like, oh, you gave me yellow flowers. Yes. Now I have to cheat, you bastard. You could have guessed any color other than yellow and been correct on that one. And somehow you got yellow. What about like a kind of yellow-ish color, like mac and cheese? I mean, that's borderline. You don't want to push it. You don't want too yellow of an orange bunch of flowers that's for sure so yellow flowers will cause someone to cheat not be cheated on you're cursing them with infidelity it's sort of general it could it could be either it could cause them to be cheated on or cause them to commit infidelity it's a curse i hand out yellow flowers on the street randomly to people and instantly their significant other starts cheating on them like that moment they teleport into a brothel (laughs) yeah so if you have a crush on your (laughs) friend's girlfriend or boyfriend give your friend some yellow flowers yeah Ooh. yeah it's gonna be a big influx of yellow flowers in the high schools all around the country mm-hmm. the amount of sex we just caused uh, anyway have you figured out the topic these questions are all very pointed uh-huh. uh and about they're all surrounding a specific topic have you figured it out i'm curious mm. maybe this is the last question uh, mosquito uh bu- um hold on uh uh, <laughs> what are do we doing? <laughs> Ger- geriatrics. geriatrics. What is What did you type and why is that? What? What? Uh, a magician never reveals their secrets. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. Bob, do I get a point if I say the answer? Yes. Superstition! Aha! Mm. I feel like Wade knew that. I don't know, you never know what Wade knows. A magician never reveals their secret. I gotta sneeze. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, like ooh. me on that stream is like, no, I'm not an idiot, or am I? I lost, if I lose my <laughs> sneeze, do I die? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's actually a superstition I just came up with. If you feel like you need to sneeze, but then you don't sneeze, that's actually your soul leaving your body. Oh, no. You'll be dead soon. Well, hopefully I make it through the episode. Is it like you sneeze the demon that's trying to take it away? Uh, everyone knows the sinuses are the soul's entrance and exit of the body. Sneezing shuts down the sinuses and prevents the soul from escaping. <laughs> you know the old saying, the sinuses are the windows of the soul. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everybody knows that. No, if the eyes are the windows, the sinuses the, the door. The sinuses are the doors of the soul. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. They're right next to the windows. You're right. Where they belong. You're right. When you're right. The you're rest right. of you is just soul walls. That's not <laughs> interesting. That is a good way to describe the human condition, you know. It's just like our skin is just the soul wall. <laughs> butthole is kind of like the basement window that no one could enter or exit of the soul right, right you got to get some light in there sometimes i don't know yeah that's why you sunbathe your asshole so you can yeah. uh, let your soul get some fresh air yeah it's generous mm-hmm. um anyway superstitions point for mark hey cool excellent work i guess how many for the geriatric community <laughs> none, none for them they're not playing and no points for that answer was that the word you were trying to say the whole time and you couldn't remember the word so you tried to google i thought geriatrics was something else so i don't want to talk about it (laughs) no no no! no. i'll give you a point if you tell me what you thought geriatrics was (laughs) (laughs) come on now uh i thought it was related to um uh people who just uh are into strange hobbies what that's not embarrassing Mm hmm that's not the right answer. Either. He just made that up. Well, he made it's that old up people, again. so I, I, it is embarrassing because I should definitely know old people. He made it up. He made it up. Uh, I, I promised a point. That felt kind of disingenuous, but that's another point. point for Wade. You didn't say it'd be a good answer. You just said if I told you. Well, it, I was expecting an honest answer. Didn't specify it'd be good, but honesty helps, Wade. Honesty is the best practice, okay? eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? You're talking about the potential? The potential. You thought to yourself, uh, a little elbow grease, some fresh installs, a little bit of love. You could transform that body full of rust into a baby that's all your own. Cars, right? Yeah. It wouldn't take much to transform my ride. Your ride's more like Schrodinger's ride. If you don't think about it, it both does and does not exist. It is possible. But on eBay Motors, anything is possible. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. They got brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus. At these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's E-B-A-Y-M-O-T-O-R-S dot com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Anyway, superstitions. Mm. I thought we would start by talking about some superstitions that we hold, maybe? Mm. Just sort of discuss, you know, funny ones, ones that you have. Oh, yeah. I'd like, if you have any, stories about times where your superstitions like came true, where you were like, ah, oh, I don't have to, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> that's stilly a super. And then you did something and you were like, ah, oh, I should have done it. Mm-hmm. If you have any of those, or if there are any good ones you can find and pass off as your own, I'm open to that. I feel like there's a lot of relatable superstitions, so think of the weird ones that you have. Okay. I'm only super superstitious like, about one thing. I probably have some superstitions, but there's one particular thing that I am ridiculously superstitious about, and I do all kinds of stuff centered around that superstition. So I don't know if we want to jump right in or if we want to do, I don't know, Mark, If you for feel like time. you've got a whole saga of superstitions. Uh, you can hold on to that if you'd like to come up with a title best title might win some points I'm saying hmm. Well, the problem is, I can't think of any superstitions that I personally have. Really? So Not even but... like simple stuff? Like you're laying in bed and you're mentally, you're like, ooh, don't let your foot hang over the bed. The bed demon will get you. Stuff like uh, that. If that qualifies as a superstition, okay, that's a different category of stuff. Stuff like that, I would say, is superstition. Okay. Um... Webster's Dictionary defines superstition as a belief or practice resulting from, these sound really mean, but okay, ignorance. Fear of the unknown, trust in magic or chance, mm. or a false conception of causation. Uh. So anything that you do because you believe or fear something is going to happen that's not based in like fact or reality that's purely ignorance or you know, so. By that definition, I got a title you must have something. Can I ask my question before he gives his title? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mark first. What? So like mm. the whole concept of like karma in general is kind of a superstitious belief based on that definition yeah because like causation um leading from one thing or another yeah uh i'm not a big proponent of karma okay i I defer i humbly bequeath the first go to wade humbly i'll allow this what's your what's your title wade what's your title all right mark you're gonna love this one are you ready why go my favorite sports team okay I see what you did there. Oh, man. Is that that great sports podcast that people can listen to on Spotify or wherever they wherever they listen to podcasts? Like this one? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was just a Brian Regan reference. I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Football. NFL football. American football. I have been. I, I, I didn't really like it when I was young. My dad watched it. My grandma watched it. And then, like, around 2004, 2005, I started watching and I got super into it and immediately the superstition started coming in went to the university of cincinnati and our football team was good while we were there and i remember we were watching a game i think we were we had an undefeated season this is back in like 2009 and we were playing pittsburgh it was bearcats versus pittsburgh and like everything was on the line in this game and we were losing like big and Tyler was over at the house with me. And I remember he, we were sitting like, I was sitting on the couch, he was sitting on a chair and randomly like at one point in the game, he, instead of sitting on the chair, he laid across it for me to like stretch out his back. But when he did that, we got like an interception or we had like a punt return touchdown, something big happened. And I was like, Tyler, you're not allowed to move the rest of the game. You have to lay in that position. <laughs> and he was so uncomfortable, but he did it. <laughs> and we came back and we won the game. He started to move at one point or he like st- stood up and Pittsburgh took the lead he laid back down they missed an extra point we came back down the field and won the game at the very end and like that clicked something in my brain where i was like i can control whether we win or lose (laughs) and i have been toying with the formula for over a decade to try anything to make the bengals win and this year i thought i had it guys i did yeah what'd you do what's this what's the recipe i've had this shirt uh it's a gray shirt with the Cincinnati Reds, who's the Major League Baseball team here in Cincinnati. It has their logo on the middle. It's a sleep shirt that I've just used as a sleep shirt. And I was watching a game, one of the games this season, I forget which one it started with, Uh, a game we weren't like expected to lose or win or whatever. It was kind of like a 50-50 toss up game. And we won like pretty big. And I was like, huh, maybe if I wear this shirt every game day, we'll keep winning. And we did. We beat Baltimore. We beat Kansas City. We made it to the playoffs. We won our first playoff game, like, in our lifetimes since, like, 1989, 1990. Uh, basically, since we were old enough to watch, it, at least. We won our second playoff game, the first road playoff game ever in Bengals history. We won a second road playoff game. We made the Super Bowl so while watching these games on top of having to wear this shirt i also had to sit in a particular way my drink had to sit in a particular spot on super bowl sunday we stopped and got a coffee on the way there i got a cider and the cider was made wrong like it tasted like burnt coffee it was awful and i told molly i was like this is a bad omen i don't normally get these on sundays (laughs) and this one tastes bad we're going to lose because they fucked up my order and then they lost the super bowl and now it's like i'm never getting a coffee or a cider i'm never getting a drink like this i'll only drink water on Football Sundays forever now. I've got my football shirt. I've got my football spot. I've got my, I cannot wear anything with Bengals on it during game days. Every time I've worn like Bengals gear or a jersey or anything, we've lost or someone's gotten hurt. I have so many superstitions tied around this because we just suck and we don't ever win. This has been our first like good year in a long time and something always notoriously goes horribly wrong. So I have just built in, instead of stopping my belief in superstitions, I just keep adding to it. I need more things. <laughs> Eventually, I I'll be good enough for us to win a super bowl i will do whatever it takes well okay i hate to like burst your bubble man but i just want to put it out there i don't think you have the power i think Tyler had the power, yeah. or rather, oh. I think your couch had the power, because in none of your replications did you ever bring Tyler back over to lay on the couch in that position. I have the chair that he laid across. It's in our house. I couldn't let my mom get rid of but it. But you didn't bring him back for any of those. I would chalk those up to, like, uh, the skill of the players that they won those games. You know, I would chalk that up to that. No, that has nothing but to do you with it. you lost us the Super Bowl because yes. you didn't kidnap Tyler and put him on your couch. I'm going to mail him this chair so he has to. no 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 you keep everything. trying to change the formula no, it has to be in your house yeah we don't have that house anymore that's a, you that gotta my mom's go house. Back. why do you keep letting things getting in the way of the bengal's success you're actually making me rethink things stop what do you mean rethink things you thought it right in the first place do i is that house for sale i need to find the house you gotta go back man you gotta go back if you want them to win hey mark will you buy me a house no this is your responsibility. Sell your current house. Do you, gentle listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, you keep no, no. To... That would break the formula. Yeah. Your mom has to buy it for you. Yeah, That's exactly. the deal. It was your mom's house. She didn't buy it for me in the first place. It was her house. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Well, then she's got to buy it, live there again, mm-hmm. move out, let you live there. God, what was the address of that house? Yeah, see, see, you keep trying to like add things and mix things to the recipe when you really got to face the truth. You had it. You had it in your hands. Well, it worked for the Bearcats kind of. It didn't work for nothing's ever worked for the Bengals, man <laughs> i don't know if i have their recipe wait wasn't this for the Bengals? no no. The, the, the tyler thing was for a bearcats game that uh, no, was this as you see it was the bearcats that tyler laid across the chair i see okay i think i watched that bearcats game at that point it was the biggest game in like Bearcats history. is that the one that finished 43 42 yeah it was the one where they literally had a like a touchdown that they missed the extra point and we came back and we won because of an extra point i think it was i like fell out of my chair i remember i was watching that game in my apartment that i lived in on like just off campus and i was just sitting there glued to it every moment and when they won i literally threw my arms up and fell over in my office chair (laughs) because it was the most unbelievable sporting event i had ever watched wow was a good game thanks tyler (laughs) thank you tyler everyone give a round of applause for tyler Uh, the final score was 45 to 44 that was close yeah yeah, no, I remember that game. That was a hell of a game. Even I think I remember that game. I don't really watch football. You might have lived with uh, those guys who might have been watching it on the big TV in the living room. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That probably was it. They, they were football guys. Mm-hmm. And then I made the mistake of hanging out with our group of friends. I'm not like to say all their names, but they were like, hey, let's have a, let's have a sugar bowl watch party. And uh, we got together and we watched... Tim Tebow and the Florida Gators annihilate us. We broke the formula. Yeah. Great quarterback, Tim Tebow. Anyway, I can't believe you let the Bengals lose the Super Bowl then wait. I'm trying so hard to find the perfect formula. You found it, you had it, and you let it slip away and you have angered the universe. We've gotten the coffee the week before and it worked. It's because they made it wrong. Mm -hmm. They did this. Mm -hmm. Stop blaming other people. You should have gone back. Blame yourself take responsibility. Starbucks is responsible for this. No, they are Rams no, fans. No, confirmed. No, 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 no. Well, maybe. Wait. do you think there's a limit on the extent to it? Like, will there ever be a point where you're doing, you know, a hundred things you're wearing the shirt, the socks, the underwear has never been washed. You're sitting in the chair. That's all ruined and torn. You're drinking a thing you don't even like anymore. Cause it's been a decade and your taste has changed and you're sitting there and the Bengals lose. And you're just like, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore. It doesn't work. I've lost it. Is there a, is that a thing for you? No, I always find an excuse. I'm always like, oh man, I got up to pee at the halftime. I shouldn't have <laughs> got up to pee. Or it's like, oh dude, I, I ate lunch during the game. I should have waited till after. Or it's because my dog wanted on my lap. He was sitting next to me. We were winning, he got on my lap and we started losing. I always think of something. There's always some weird rationale. Like I know logically none of this makes any sense and it's all just bullshit. But like in the moment, it's like I my brain for some reason just tries to find any excuse. For, i guess we just naturally we want to have control of things so whenever something like that happens it's like oh man the butterfly effect i could have affected it the wind could have shifted just ever so slightly if i had i don't know farted to the left instead of to the right on the couch why did i aim my cheeks to the left <laughs> well <I did. laughs> you heard it here cincinnati football fans it's all wade's fault apparently sorry mm. that's really the only thing though i know you're it's a thing you're like a fan of you get really excited for football sports in general i guess but clearly cincinnati sports there's nothing else you go in that hard for there must be other things you like and enjoy that you have that same desperate desire to have control over honestly i mean no i have like other minor superstitions like if i get like a weird feeling at night and like i'm warm and i have like a leg outside of the blanket to cool off if i get like a weird feeling i immediately like have to put my arms and legs under the blanket and it's like okay now i'm safe like i've got weird little quirky things like that but nothing that i'm like batshit crazy about other than like the the superstitions over football because I mean, I am an absolute maniac. It makes no sense how much I'm like, oh, I'm sitting with my my ankles crossed over each other. I need to have my left foot sticking out slightly, right foot bent in. Yeah, that's when we scored the last touchdown. We didn't settle for a field goal, that possession. Like my brain operates like that during a game for like three or four hours straight. My brain is just like body positioning. Should your hoodie be zipped up? No, no, it should be exposed. I need to show as much of this lucky shirt as possible. <laughs> <laughs> you should live tweet this inner dialogue sometime, monologue. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch that. I don't know if I've ever even admitted to anyone other than Molly how like much of obs- of the obsession is during a game. <laughs> I want to see it. Uh, it's unpleasant. I don't <laughs> recommend it. I recommend just being a rational, normal human being. <sighs> well, you get mm, eighteen points. <sighs> Whoa! He admitted something very private, and, and and some people might think it's silly and and, and you know embarrassing or something. I appreciate that. Hmm. That's very bold of you, Wade. I'm trying to think of like anything else I do. I guess the knock on one. Whoa, 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 wait, whoa, 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 whoa. God, how many turns is this guy going to get? <laughs> Holy shit. Well, you should have deferred. you have something, Mark? Yeah, ready? Ready? I got something. I'm buying you time. It's not just a Wade show here. I got stuff. All right. Oh, you know what, Bob? I got a few more. Let me go. No, let me go. No, uh, no, I don't, I don't know. know. Save it for your rebuttal. <laughs> or the other one. All right. I never did a debate club. I don't know what it's called. Uh,. What's your title, Mark? What do you got? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh... <laughs> all right, well, I got no, a few no, more. No, 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 <laughs> Shut no, no. Your shiny app. Yeah, uh, uh, knocking on the door of history. Oh, yeah, pretty good, right? Lame. <laughs> Bold. Yeah. How's that? Mark wins the title. Yes. What? Three points for your title. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So, uh in general, I don't really have that many superstitions, but there are things that I do unconsciously. And I think that have been baked into all of our brains. And the first and foremost is like what Wade was saying. Well, what really I was going to say, but, you know, I had the idea before is knocking on wood. Like that one is so ubiquitous. I do it all the time. If someone says, like, if I say something, because uh, I'll always make statements like nothing can go wrong. And everyone's like, knock on wood, knock on wood. And I will go and I'll find, you know, real wood and just try to knock on it. But I was curious as to what. But the origin of knocking on wood was and apparently there's a bunch of different theories about where it's come from but apparently the superstition originates in a 19th century british children's game called tiggy touchwood oh that sounds dirty <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a weird period piece pornography uh, yeah. tiggy better not uh-huh. i mean it probably is because just the name is there but it's basically tags so people will play and you get a immunity from being tagged by touching the nearest piece of wood. Mm. And adults picked up on the habit. And in Britain, instead of saying knock on wood, they still say touch wood well, you know what? I have heard that. That's interesting. Yeah. I figured that British people just like to say things weirdly because they're British, but that makes sense. Yeah. There's some kind of like Celtic, Indo-European beliefs about like how good spirits reside in trees. You know, they can be called upon for protection or whatever, but really probably the reason why it's so in the common vernacular of knock on wood and people do that is just because it's from a game and it's kind of like you grow up with that and you remember it from your childhood. There was one study where there were 10 monkeys in, cage and there was a ladder with a banana on a string only reachable if you climb the ladder but when one monkey tried to climb the ladder the whole like enclosure of 10 monkeys was sprayed with cold water and then like they introduced a new monkey into the cage uh and that monkey would try to climb and the whole cage would be sprayed with cold water and then the next monkey came in and then all the other monkeys when that new monkey tried to climb for the banana tried to stop that monkey right? They tried to stop it because they knew cold water would be sprayed. Mm. But then eventually they replaced all of the monkeys that were originally there that got sprayed. So by the end of it, there were 10 monkeys that had never been sprayed with water, but all of them didn't climb the ladder, not because they knew what would happen, but because they knew they would be punished for it. But none of the monkeys were part of the original thing anymore. Mm. But all of them, because they were introduced one at a time, prevented the other ones because they knew something bad would happen. So yeah, so it got to a point where the water never even happened. Exactly. Were, it was all monkeys populating it. No water was ever sprayed on them, yeah. but they they learned. Mm-hmm. Eh. And any time a new monkey was introduced, the other monkey stopped that monkey from climbing the ladder. And then that new monkey was like, I guess we don't climb that ladder. We just don't do that. <laughs> So yeah, I think that's kind of like where that originates. And that kind of explains a lot of these superstitions because there's a lot of big ones like throw salt over your shoulder, you know, uh, they're cl- walking under a ladder, um, you know, a broken mirror or something like that, or um, step on a crack, break your mother's back. I'm just looking at a list of like the most popular ones. There are a couple that apply to us, I think. Uh, whenever we were doing the You're Welcome tour, yeah, the crew would always be like hey break a leg when we go out there break a leg before going out on the show Like they don't say good luck uh. They tell you something bad because apparently saying good luck is like there's a superstition about saying like I don't know have a good show or something It's always like the negative like break a leg break an arm break your ass, you know break your ass. Yeah. Hey break your ass out there <laughs> hey, Break your ass. <laughs> I don't know the I don't know the context of that one But I know that that's another one that people do right. It's been a while, but I I I do actually remember, because I didn't understand it, because we were outsiders, <laughs> but all of our uh, stage people who knew, they would be like, break your leg, and I'd be like, die. Yeah, yeah, step it up. Yeah, that's like the worst thing that could happen, right? mm mm-hmm. Like, oh, burst into flames. (laughs) Go get them. You're the reason our show is so successful, Bob. Everyone loved it because you told everyone to die beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. You brought that positive energy by getting the negative out single-handedly. I want a really superstitious director to just, before every performance of a play or whatever, the show, go and find a different person each night and just walk up, grab their shoulder, Hold them <laughs> eye to eye, look into their eyes, and be like, "I hope you fucking die tonight." Uh, okay. They just go out into the audience. They find one random audience member. Yeah, and the person is like, "Ah, it's me!" Fucking little Susie, a little lollipop. Like, I can't wait to see my favorite show. And director's go. I hope you die tonight like oh boy I got chosen <laughs> you know uh Wade this is what you got to do to make the Bengals win right so you got to go to the games and you know you got to be on the seats that are right where the players come out and as they're coming out you just go like go die break your legs have your bro- back broken in half and they'll all thank you so I just have to act like opposing fan bases that's easy enough <laughs> 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 You're sitting by the player tunnel and uh, all the the other team's fans are doing that and you're just sitting next to them like, you're actually wishing them good luck. You're doing the opposite of what you think. (laughs) 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 Joke's on you. (laughs) (laughs) Common vernacular, break a leg applies to the situation. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna bring a whole bunch of USBs with a PowerPoint, and just hand them out, and be like, "This is why whenever you say negative things to our team, you're actually helping us win." Yeah, here's one for you and you. For everyone to know, that is how Wade talks at every sports game. This one for you. Oh, you're playing right into my hand. <laughs> I've not gone to a game in person in a long time. I don't know if I ever can again because the last one I went to, our quarterback got hurt before halftime and we lost like 43-3. to three. <laughs> Were you at the game where Carson Ballmer's career was ended? No, no, it wasn't that one. There was one that Dalton got hurt. It was not the mm. playoff game. It was like a couple years later. It was like, I don't know. We were playing the Browns and uh, he got taken out before halftime with like a hand injury and we lost like 43-13 to 13 or something. And I was like... Mm. <laughs> oh, can't go any more games that's it i'm done <laughs> what if your superstitions lead you one day to be like oh, well i can't watch the games anymore i guess i'll try like listening on the radio Um, oh, can't listen can't listen live there was a game that i spent the entirety of the game in a bathroom because we did well when i was in the bathroom so i refused to leave it nobody said anything about that everyone was like oh that's just wade no i stepped out i, I stepped out and like the other team had a big play They're like go back in go back in everyone encourages it <laughs> <laughs> we all understand the importance of superstitions when it comes to watching sports but at what point do your superstitions start to overlap and you're competing with superstitions like one person says that they should wear a shirt but the other person says that shirt's cursed then you cut the shirt in half and you wear half the shirt ah that's smart but what if there's a guy who's like no half shirts that's what made me lose last time well then you cut the shirt into a different fraction and you just wear most of the shirt (laughs) two thirds three quarters whatever works i'm usually the most superstitious one so normally everyone else just kind of like feeds off of my weirdness so back to mark's thing i get what you're saying about the the touching wood thing like Uh sure that kids learn that touching wood is good keeps you safe whatever you can see that there are a bunch that i i refuse to believe just developed on their own because it's a natural situation step on a crack break your mother's back how many kids had to step on how many cracks at the exact same day that their mother's back was broken for that to stick? <laughs> how many people are breaking their backs? Was that a common injury in a different time? I have no. In idea. In the first that. half of the 20th century, were there a lot of broken backs because housewives were doing something that broke their backs or something? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't never believed in that one. I remember a friend and I were like running around one day, intentionally stepping on the cracks. We're like, "Sorry, mom." And we just kept <laughs> jumping. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> hope something bad doesn't happen. <laughs> Maybe I should have gotten a PB&J instead of a ham and cheese today, Mom. Wow. That's pretty mean, man. That's harsh. This is why the Bengals are losing. I wanted the wild cherry Capri Sun, Mom. I did just have a great video idea, though. Okay. We should all get together. Break our mom's back live on camera. And get as many ladders, mirrors, cracks, and other such things together as we can. And just just violate the universe (laughs) until something bad happens to one of us. And the first one whose mom's back breaks or whatever, you lose. Video boom, it's like the hot potato of superstition. We each do increasingly more, <laughs> quote unquote, dangerous superstitious activities, and the one, <laughs> and it's all gonna build and build. The energies are gonna swirl between us, and then the last one is they're gonna explode. We're just gonna. <laughs> i just imagine like we push it so far one of our moms actually passes away the other two show up like with a video camera like dude how's it feel to be the loser lost your mom loser (laughs) we're live at mark's mom's funeral ha ha -ha. suck it oh when did how did the karma like have a blowback upon you guys to turn you into california douches (laughs) It starts into terrible people. Nothing nothing else bad happened, but we just turned into anholes. holes The backwash of energy. Whoa! 405! <laughs> we're about to get a lot of angry emails from every person who's like my mom broke her back the day your episode came out you did this god you know like because that's a crazy thing with the number of people out there statistically speaking it's possible and someone may attribute it to us yeah it's likely even we are not liable for any mother's broken backs i'm not stepping on any cracks right now i don't think i hope everyone's mom is perfectly safe knock on wood okay so there's a thing like because a crack in the ground is different from like just like a seat. Like connecting like wood panels or something like like that. Yeah, like between between cement sections or whatever Mm -hmm. or seams or yeah. Oh, okay. I always treated those as the cracks. Maybe that's why my mom's okay. (laughs) Those are supposed to be though. Those aren't cracks, those are gaps. I gotta call my buddy up. We gotta find some real cracks and test this theory. Your poor mother. Because I only believe in football Uh superstitions, Mark. The rest are dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fingers crossed that I'm right about that. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million dollars in canceled subscriptions saving members up to 740 dollars a year when using all of the app's features stop wasting money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoneycom distractible that's r-o-c-k-e-t-m-o-n-e-y.com slash d-i-s-t-r-a-c-t-i-b-l-e rocket money.com slash distractible you should get that mark it's probably important oh no way This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Here's a story that's 100% true, and it's about how accounting is a great choice of career. Here's the facts. With accounting, you'll have flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets, and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. Want to start an exciting new chapter? Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more. Live more. Visit joinaccountingplus.com. I'm not an extremely superstitious person, but, like, there's no reason not to avoid stepping on cracks. You know, it's not really an inconvenience. I'll do that. I won't walk under a ladder. Like, you know. I'm always nervous about the parameters. How small of a crack are we talking? Yeah. How under the ladder do you have to go? Do you have to pass under it all the way? If you stand under a ladder, but then go back out the way you came, does that not count? (sighs) What if the mirror breaks by, you know, you're there but someone else breaks it near you, but like you could have stopped it from breaking. So your inaction causes me Im- How close do I have to be uh, to, to uphold these superstitions? That's what I want to know. Uh, if only we had some kind of a guru. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we own a black cat. Every time he passes by in front of me, is that bad luck? I do feel pretty uneasy. I know Keaters is cool. You guys have had him for a long time, but like, yeah, every time I come over and he looks at me, I'm kind of like, ah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> don't look at me. Nah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's actually a thing where people legitimately do fear black cats. Like whenever my mom got him way back in the day, the person who had him was really thankful because they're like, yeah, a lot of people come and they adopt black cats close to Halloween just to like torture and kill them or something the like hell? awful. No, so oh people like people. Oh my god, legitimately are cruel to black cats, especially around Halloween. Oh yeah, why? Because they're sick. I don't know, but. I'm not, I'm not saying you're like that bob but like th- that fear like does manifest it's, it's like the angry mob around i don't know around like days like that, it's like oh a black cat get it and it's just horrible well it's just we kind of got through mark's stuff and i feel like he might have more to say but i feel like we covered the bulk of it I'm gonna go ahead and award you 12 points for your story mark yes okay Alright, cool. Love that. Love that. Love 15. that. Okay, I'm still up by some number. I between? I think that's what the math will show, Wade. But I, thought, <laughs> I thought I was up. I'm up by like four right now, right? No, I don't think so. Uh, Twelve and three, eighteen and one. It, right yeah did he get bonus points somewhere else yeah he did can i have them <laughs> can i get mark's points because i promoted his podcast his other podcast you get points from me yeah mark can give you as many points as he wants okay i choose the right to reserve those points for a day to mark hosts so that i get bonus points on that episode thanks okay oh it's kind of between you guys i guess uh yeah okay i need more points i need more points uh got any superstitions to help you win points wade i do i do have one thing it's not really a superstition maybe it's more like an ocd thing which might be where some of these stem from but whenever i do say step on a line in a sidewalk if i do it with my right foot i have to step on it an equal number with my left foot so when i'm walking down the street i'm constantly watching for when i am stepping on like lines or cracks or anything like that not because i think my mom's back will break but because it bugs me if i don't step on it with the other foot Mm. evenly in the exact same place on my foot that i stepped on it and if i get out of sync i will like change up my stride to try to naturally so i don't just look like i'm from the ministry of funny walks like just going down the street to hit the exact spot where it was before and i've gotten like pretty precise i think anyway because i'll know if i'm like oh no (laughs) That one was close, but not now I have to compensate for that one and another one on the left foot So like I got to hit that spot on my right foot It's it's kind of weird like that does kind of put an obsession in my brain when I'm walking if I get in a loop like that So kind of on a little side tangent here Some people get really upset when you say like an OCD thing because like, I guess OCD It uh, has to be a specific it has to affect you in like a certain way That has to be like uh, somewhat debilitating to your like everyday life or something right because right, right. I've always attributed like I have this counting thing that I've always called like an OCD thing to and maybe that's not the right terminology now and apologies if it isn't everyone out there listening but like if we go out to like a pub or a tavern or a bar or something or even a restaurant and there's a brick wall i am compelled to count the number of bricks in because you know how bricks are like offset so like one row will be you know however many across and the next row it'll be two bricks that meet and like that meeting point will be in the middle of the brick above and the brick below Mm -hmm. so there's a different number of bricks in each row Mm -hmm. i have to count both of those rows and figure out the number of bricks and half bricks quarter bricks whatever And then I had to count the number of columns too. Like I am compelled to count bricks. That's a lot. Oh, man. What if, okay, I'm going to expand on this because you know how there's this theory that the whole universe is a simulation, right? You know, it's all just run on a big computer, whatever, or something like that. More of a fact, but sure. (laughs) Oh, whoa. Anyway, so what if like the computation for that? simulation is offloaded and like divvied up between every living thing in that universe. So like you counting bricks is like some algorithm that needs to count bricks. And that's why you're compelled to do that and me stepping on like lines on the ground is like some measuring thing and it's just like a small sub like process that we think is like weird it's like oh why do i have to do this it's like we have to do this because we're all like feeding data back to the simulation or something like that what if the higher power is just superstitious and it makes us do all of these things to like help protect its own superstition it has a sports team it's rooting for and it's like dude we haven't won yet i'm just gonna create a whole fucking species to help me a alleviate my superstitions this guy's wearing the same shirt every week you're gonna step on the cracks you're gonna avoid the cracks just in case we're gonna cover all the bases we were made in god's image and god was really fucking superstitious you feral black cat have 30 babies all of you are crossing this guy's path today you you'll never see a black cat in your life guess what you get sir ladders (laughs) nothing but ladders You're gonna go under them. So you're offering me $30 an hour just to walk under ladders all day? Yes, I don't know why, Johnson, but I'm compelled to do it. (laughs) Well, that's a ladder safety inspector, clearly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you have to go under the ladder and observe the stability as well as measure the angle. It's a whole process. You know, it's Willie's job to climb the ladders, Johnson. Your job's to walk under them. I don't know why your names are Willie and Johnson. It's coincidence. Yeah, why are all the guys in your theoretical scenarios nicknames for penises? It's Peter's job to break those mirrors. Dick decides whether they're wooden ladders or metal ladders. Teeny, we need that safety harness. <laughs> I don't have any more dick names. Hey, Chubb, come over here. (laughs) Cochran, those cracks aren't going to step on themselves. Um, did we do Cocker? Did you just say Cocker? I don't think I got Cocker. I said Cochran. Oh. So Cocker would be different. Cocker could be a guy's last name. Cochran Cocker. His name's Dick Cocker dick Richard cocker hey male genitalia get over here. <laughs> all right well how do we skip peter <laughs> <laughs> well no one of you said peter i was thinking that i think mark said peter i didn't say peter oh one of you absolutely said peter it wasn't you wade hey pecker phallus no someone said peeny i heard peeny which i was like eh, well, i said gonna. peeny uh, okay. but no i said peeny because i was gonna say peter and then it's a whole what we they, they it, we got there morningwood go tell shaft it's time to <laughs> examine the tool hey schlong johnson <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep knocking on that wood. No, watch out. Watch out, there's a gap there. Actually, Schlong Johnson just knocks on his dick. Is it true that there's certain things you can't name your kid? Like, could you not name your kid Schlong Johnson? Like, is that, is that one of those names like, that they just won't let you do it? I mean, by can't, what do you mean? Like, the government won't let you? Yeah, like, legally, isn't there, like, certain, like can you not name your child, like, certain things? I don't think there are any... Rules or laws on the books, unless there may be like local state ones that I'm just not aware of. I don't think there's rules about that. Freedom. I don't think government has any say in that. If you named your kid like fucker. <laughs> Uh there might be it might cause an issue of, I don't know, obscenity. There might be laws because like you're not allowed to be nude in public, right? Like America has all these prudish laws about Brutish nudity laws. and upsetting yeah. the the peace of the whatever. So if you named your child something that was obscene, like you know, you could imagine you know Stacy Adams, we have Stacy Adams, uh little dumb shit. Raise your hand, little dumb shit. <laughs> right here (laughs) by no means am i an expert but i did go to law school i don't think that's really even a power that the government has like it's definitely not a federal power i guess all other powers are kind of reserved to the states but like there's not really a good legal justification for laws about what you could name a child i found a list of names there's a list of 50 baby names illegal around the world. What? So in California you can't name your baby three numerical like ones. Why? Oh Okay. Name meaning three or the third. Reason for ban, it's inherently confusing. I mean, <laughs> wait, what was Elon Musk's newest kid's name? Oh, I Fucking who knows. Yeah. But I mean, okay, so that's for California. If you just have a baby in a state that doesn't allow it, you just pop that baby back in, go to another state and you're good. Lucia. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Lucia is banned in California as well with an accent on the eye. Why? Accents and special characters aren't permitted in California. That's a problem for the spanish-speaking population i hey, I'm, I'm just i don't know if th- this is stacker.com i don't know you know i don't know the legitimacy of the website but that's where i'm finding this list i really hope these are true i've got some good ones i found a list from wbz news radio oh. of uh baby names that are illegal a list of the u.s and then a list of ones from around the world the ones in the u.s are fine santa claus messiah the at symbol yes <laughs> the little a with the circle. Around around it the international ones are fantastic Uh, apparently in New Zealand it's illegal to name your child Chief Maximus oh you can't name your kid panties in Australia because it's obscene as a synonym for underwear wow in Mexico you cannot name your child Robocop Harry Potter is on one of these lists (laughs) wait (laughs) I skipped this one apparently in New Zealand you cannot name your child sex fruit You can't name your kid shithead in Australia or smelly. (laughs) In Sweden, you cannot name your kid the letters and numerals uh, BRFXXCCXXMNPCCCCLLMMNPRXVCLMNCKSSQLBB11116. Okay. I've got one here for you. I'm going to post it in the Discord. You guys can see it for yourselves. The name is everything between the 42 and the colon before New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, That's a great name, though. That's a great name. I don't know why you didn't say it. Yeah, what are you doing? So the name, for those of you out there listening, in New Zealand, you cannot name your child Tallulah does the hula from Hawaii. Which is a great name. At least that one's fun. Yeah. And, you, you know, you can go by Tallulah or hula or from yeah i wonder about like you know how uh fanny is like fanny may it's not a common name or anything but it is a name i guess in america but in the uk or ireland or wherever that means vagina yeah does it? i thought it meant butts. uh pretty sure it's, that's what we think of it like here as but no I, I do believe it's a i do believe it's a vagina i believe it's in certain places it is straight up vagina oh egg so most of these names it seems like someone has actually named their kid that and they've been exposed to like extreme bullying and stuff a lot of these stories are like well they've worked like the court was like no no more of this so i guess they got made fun of a lot for that which i don't know what parents were expecting <laughs> sorry i just i read I was googling fanny and you know in the u.s there's examples of how it's in the u.s versus like okay get off your fanny and get back to work that's what it means by buttocks but uh in the uk the example sentence is this club is full of fanny <laughs> Wow, (laughs) and I'm sure that's horribly offensive, and people don't say that in the UK, but just like yeah, here in the US, we just say this club is full of vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I am seeing it more specifically might mean vulva, uh huh, which is like not the entire. You ever driven one of those? (laughs) I I have, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You thought you had me? You did. Uh, I don't. That's. This club is full of fanny. Bro, there's so many vulvas in here, bro. <laughs> I love all the safety features. Fine. I'm just I'm just piling on your. I was, I was laughing. Okay. I was laughing. I was laughing. <laughs> yeah. Wade made, Wade made the Volvo joke. I played along. I was just trying to. It's fine. That's fine. Yes. What's up with all the fallopian tubes in the house? God, bro, last night, four tubes, one me. <laughs> Oh, God. Two per woman, right? I'm removing myself. mask have done correctly. Discussion. Okay. What is up, my fellow urethras? <laughs> Everyone, uh, actually, uh, that's Everyone very inclusive. That's very inclusive, man. <laughs> that's I'm proud of you. That's instead instead of saying "What's up, dudes?" or "How's it going, guys?" you can just be like, "What up, urethras?" Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Bladders in the house say what? Be really mean to anyone who happens to not have a bladder for medical reasons, I guess. I don't know how common that is. No, I don't think we're being nice here. You know, I don't think that this discussion is a positive. Well, I thought we were discussing uh, <laughs> warm welcomings and ways to address large crowds of people inclusively. I, mean, I get the bullying aspect, but don't kids bully any... Like, I I got made fun of for my name. Like, What does Wade rhyme with most commonly? People are like, Wade the maid, Wade the mermaid. No one ever said like Wade the spade. I no, don't think anyone knew what a spade was. You gotta Wade in the shade. To bring it back to Superstition. There is one superstition that I do actually believe in that I just realized huh? is oh? beginner's luck. Ooh. Okay. I 100 percent believe that is not a superstition because I experience it all the time. Uh, whenever I'm playing a new game, I'm always better in the beginning. Like at first, I'm good. Or if I'm trying to fight like some boss or something, I'm good at first. And and I think it's like this is goes beyond just superstition. It's just because when you don't know anything about it, you don't have any hesitancy. Mm. You don't you don't like know what not to do. So you just charge forward. Like the majority of the time, not always, not like ninety percent, but like above fifty percent of the time. That's all you really need is like just to plow forward with confidence uh, to face most situations. So I truly believe beginner's luck is is good. It's like when uh, like picking teams to win or stocks or whatever, like, you know, uh, stocks specifically, there's like they have a gerbil that tried to pick stocks or trade crypto or whatever, and it did better than hedge fund managers. It didn't know what the hell it was doing. So when you don't know what the hell you're doing, you have beginner's luck because you don't think you know what not to do. Like Wade, when trying to make the Bengals win, True. you lost your beginner's luck. So I should just find a really young child and tell it to invest all my money for me. Honestly? And I'll be rich. That sounds reasonable to me. Probably better than going to like any hedge fund. Like pick stocks that you like the names of. I think that honestly would work better. That kind of makes sense though. I mean, a lot of brands are more marketable if you like the name. I definitely do believe in beginner's luck. Yeah. Especially as it applies to things where you're you're winning. Mm. like Games, board games, anything where there's rules, where you go through the phases. Because I feel like when you're learning anything, get anything this kind of a game where there's rules and you learn the rules and you learn how to play it there's like phases of you are a beginner and you barely understand what's happening so you're just making decisions mm-hmm. and then you get into that phase of you kind of know the rules but you don't really know how they apply and situations get complicated and you hesitate and you're not sure and you make the wrong choice mm-hmm. and then you you know if you play it long enough you push through that to understanding the rules gaining you know skill and all the, all the way that escalates to like mastery right mm-hmm. eventually if you do something and you practice it correctly you can master a thing you master the rules and perfect or close to perfect. Beginner's luck absolutely applies to stuff like that for me too. Does not apply to things like the lottery. No. Pure chance things. I've never played the lottery, but I always thought like... I have that... I don't know if anyone else has this. I have that thought of like... All right, it's like it got big right it's like 500 million dollars in the mega jackpot thing or whatever I've never done this before I've been saving all of my luck I'm gonna buy tickets for this one lottery drawing and I have to win right <laughs> beginner's luck that's how it works spoilers I did not win the lottery when I did that hmm. nor did I win it the other time when it got up to like several hundred million or whatever it doesn't work that way maybe it would work if you had Tyler lay across a chair while wearing a Cincinnati red shirt well you have to be wearing the Cincinnati red shirt and drinking your burnt cider no the burnt cider was a curse that there's a loss. Well, but now you have There's to drink the wrong cider because that's what you did. And if you change it now, you're going back, and that's never going to work. If mm-hmm. You have to keep moving forward, yeah, exactly. Oh, I can't stick with something that doesn't work. It's an evolution, not a devolution. Mm-hmm. Dev- devolution. Yeah, that's I, I don't know. know. Yeah, mm-hmm. the formula was close to perfect. I I know what I have to do. Mm. I'm a somewhat rational person, and it scares me how much like sports superstition affects me. It's like what to all like the people that are not as rational as I feel like I am. I like know. how the fuck do they control it? I mean, giving yourself a lot of credit. Yeah, that. you're saying a lot about yourself. I am one of the best. Like there is not many out there. In fact, none better than me. You're sitting here claiming to be rational, and you're also the guy where Mark and I are talking about like tennis, and Mark is like, yeah, well it turns out if you cut a tennis ball open it's it's hollow inside and i'm like wow and you're like no, oh, put my feet in it <laughs> <laughs> and it stinks like feet and you're hitting my feet with a tennis racket and i'm like oh no my feet wow that's you that's rational way I, yeah i have heard that from wade yes your voice sounds different but that exact experience has happened way too many times for me to believe you when you say you're totally rational All right. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> now, what are you imagining how the foot tennis ball thing would play out now i kind of like the thought of it huh Uh uh-huh well mark for bringing us back to uh superstitions Uh, no uh no i'm going to give you uh, no four more points uh, damn it thank you which uh, you know what wade you were right before i had written down in the notebook i'm keeping in my brain six but it was three that i had given mark for the title so you were in the lead yes until i just gave mark four points oh now mark is in the lead. Uh, but I think that's going to bring us to the end of the episode, and I'm just going to do some final tallies. <gasps> um... I feel it. That's good, because i got to go sneeze and maybe poop. Ooh. If you can sneeze on command, I'll give you some points. Huh? I will turn on every light in my office is going on so I can try to sneeze. No, don't. <laughs> this is going to be the one where your brain explodes. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have to sneeze when you... A random aside, when you guys step outside of a vehicle and it's like a sunny day, do you have to sneeze? Oh, yeah. I always sneeze like four mm, or five that's times. That's the sun, man. The sun definitely makes you sneeze. Yeah. Sun do that. Sun do that. Good. Okay. I must find the sun. For sharing such an embarrassing and personal story, Wade, five 18. points. Huh? How many? Five? Five. What? No. And I think that's it. That's it. I think that's I'm not, satisfied. I win. I think Mark has nothing else, no chance for rebuttal. I think I'm happy with the points. I'm running over everything you... in my mind. Clearly I have a beautiful, perfect, eidetic memory of everything that's just happened. Hey. Uh, and if my math is correct, which is probably not, that means that Wade is our winner. Ah, oh, I'm back, baby. It's been a drought, but you're all about to have the hostess with the mostest, the besties of the testies. It's me. <sighs> Bob, you, Bob, you oh, did what? this. I'm really upset that I liked besties of the testies, but that's very funny. (laughs) Like, I'm trying actively not to laugh, but this is very funny. You got me. Damn it. Oh, hell, do you have a speech? Was that your speech, Wayne, or do you want to go on longer? I'll see you next episode, my fellow urethras! Ah, nice. You have a loser's speech, Mark? Um, you sad. You big sad, Mark? Yeah, I got you the feeling big, big sad. Weepy. I didn't uh, knock on enough wood. I, actually, my roof is made of ladders. You know, I want. Hey, no need to worry. Guru Herbert's here! You're not Guru Herbert. Who the fuck are you? That's <laughs> right! <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, Guru, and Herbert, Guru and Herbert came over to my house. Ah, uh, he spoke to me at length. I, I, I know his voice. Yeah, Mark remembers. Oh, Mark okay. definitely remembers. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here. All right, leaving. See, see, Guru Herbert would never leave on an ass. Shit! You're right. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you thought I left? Oh god no You did uh, this to me That's what you get for losing <laughs> You have a guru now uh. Um, Thank you so much everyone for listening To this episode of Distractable Make sure you follow the podcast And you'll know It happens every Monday So you can just check it on Monday But if you follow You won't have to remember It'll be pop-up on your phone Or wherever And uh, you can find Mark At Applier On platforms hey. YouTube, places You can find Wade At LordMinion777 Or Minion777 On YouTube and Twitch You can find me MySkirm and at Facebook, YouTube, places. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Random random shout out here at the end. I believe this episode's airing right around the time of Mark's 10 year anniversary on YouTube, which is what just started our careers eventually. So congrats on 10 years, Mark. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank That's you. That's true, isn't it? Yeah, go watch space. I don't know the exact date, but I know we're right around it. Go watch space. It actually might be the day of, because April 4th is a Monday and we release on Mondays. So might be. Hmm. Might be. Or maybe it's next week. If not, uh, it's been out for a week. Why haven't you seen it yet? <laughs> yeah. Who, who knows? In uh, space. But that's it. Knock on wood. Throw some salt over your shoulder. Kiss your grandma. All those good superstitions. That's the end of this one. Podcast out.